Asambe, sir, how are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Long time, sir. It's been a while, sir. It's been a while indeed. How are you? What's happening? Good, 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 sir. So, sir, let's uh, dive right back into this. Uh, we've changed Perfect. names now. We've uh, changed over to calling ourselves uh, Cricket uh, Analytics. Um, based on the fact that we thought that the previous title was a bit too uh, provocative. And um, sacrilegious, maybe? Maybe, maybe, but that's still up for debate, though. Um, <laughs> but but getting into it, sir, uh, there's been a lull in cricket. Um, we're we're going to start off by going back to the series against Sri Lanka after we got annihilated by Australia in Australia, where we lost both our death matches by an innings and some runs. Yeah. So we sort of like recouped everything and we came back to Pakistan. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have cricket come back to Pakistan after like a period of uh, almost a decade, over a decade. And um, the first test match that we played against Sri Lanka, um, it got rained out. The match was drawn, but there were some positives to take from the match, sir. Sri Lanka won the toss and they batted first. And they put up like a respectable total. They scored a 308 uh, for six down and they declared. Um, Karu Narte, the captain, had a half century. Fernando had a 40. And then um, the Silva at the end scored a century, which he rated as being his second best 100 of, the, of his career. Um, from a bowling perspective, sir, it was uh, the bowlers didn't really have much of a chance. Shaheen got two wickets and uh, Nasim Shah got two wickets. Uh, but sir, just from that aspect, sir, what did you make of uh, our bowling, Pakistan's bowling against Sri Lanka in that first half match? So I think it was a, a bit of... Slightly, I mean, spineless is a bit of a hard word, but there are some positives coming up from uh, our bowling department. I know... Uh, the wickets in Australia were pretty flat uh, for Test match cricket, but uh, we still saw some really good spells from the likes of Nasim Shah. I'm actually excited about uh, Nasim Shah coming in. Uh, he, the guy, the guy seems to be playing with a lot of heart. Like his every delivery seems to be banging on a hundred percent, and you know with that pace, like. Uh, it's, it's tough being uh, so consistent with your length, but he seems to have this natural ability to be quite consistent, which is good to see. But apart from that, the spin department and, and some of our veterans, they're definitely on, an, on a downhill. Now, the worrisome bit is that you've got the likes of Nasim Shaheen uh, stepping up, but you did, they don't have them, which was evident in Australia. And the first... Uh, first uh, match versus uh, Sri Lanka as well. Uh, you saw a slight bit of return in form by the likes of Mohammad Abbas, but but Mohammad Abbas in international cricket itself is, he's also relatively uh, not that experienced, you know. Uh, ideally, you would have wanted somebody like Mohammad Amir or maybe even a Junaid Khan who's been around for a while to lead the pack. 
but you don't have anyone as such. But uh, we're a little fortunate enough that we've seen uh, Shaheen and Nassim both get five fours uh, after that. Um, and uh, actually, Nassim also got a pretty good hat trick. So they've stepped up, but but that's not a good long-term strategy, especially when touring abroad. I mean, we'll be going to England soon, and I hope uh, Abbas does well because if he's doing well, everyone will feed off that. But but that in itself is a big bit of a stretch because he's not that experienced itself. So clearly, sir, clearly, sir, you and me are two different train of thoughts, sir. Uh, when it comes to our bowling department, sir, because I do not share your optimism when it comes to Mohammad Abbas. I think he's a garbage bowler, sir. He doesn't deserve to be in the team, sir. A man bowling at 70, 80 miles an hour, sir. Please, sir. The man's an embarrassment to pace bowling. He's an embarrassment to cricket. I'm happy for him from like an individual level that he's gotten some exposure. He's playing in county cricket and all that. I'm happy for him. He's making his money. But when it comes to Pakistan cricket, he does not deserve a place. Acha sir, the thing is, K, I wanted to ask you about Usman Shinwari, who actually made his debut in this first Test match against Sri Lanka. Oh yeah. And he bowled beautifully. I mean, like, like you could tell from like the way he was gripping the seam, the way the ball was bouncing, the way he was pitching it. I mean, his rhythm and everything. I mean, I just love the way he he came at him. And I personally used to be a fan of uh, Shaheen Afridi, but not anymore. But I do like Nasim, and I do love Shinwari. So, sir, sir, actually, I, I'd add up on that. Uh, I'm I'm actually a very big fan of Usman Shinwari as well. I don't know why he gets so much stick from the Pakistani fans. Uh, I think we've been trying to play him in the wrong format. He is not a T20 bowler. and he got talked a bit in the PSL in a couple of matches i think it was musa who smashed him off the last ball 6 to win a match and his reputation has been tarnished but if you look at it in odis and tests well not tests but in odi cricket at least he's been our standout bowler and he's one of the few bowlers to get man of the match awards for bowling performance i mean shaheen is the other guy but that's about it and he's actually uh he he actually gets the ball to move in the air and off the scene he, he's got a good angle coming in so he's, he can be a good long format bowler but i think uh he was a bit hard done by he only played one innings he bowled in one innings i mean and uh, he got one wicket for around four runs at but um i'm actually surprised by you losing faith in shaheen shafiq because in the last few Months he's only improved ever since the World Cup, the the later half of the World Cup. He's been on an upward trajectory. If I look at the the last 12 months um, from now, um, Shaheen has been our top wicket taker. I mean, he's played around uh, five matches and gotten uh, 18 wickets. And this is Test match cricket that I'm talking about. Uh, 18 wickets at 25, and surprise, surprise, second top is Nasim Shah with 13 wickets in four matches at 26. And after that, it's all downhill. You have Yasser Shah uh, with uh, 10 wickets in six innings at 67. So that is one worrisome bit. And then Mohammad Abbas nine wickets in four matches at 34. So. 
rightly pointed abbas seems to be uh, not doing so well of late and yasser shah is the biggest worry worrisome bit for us because he's been the match winner for the last 10 odd years and uh, i mean ever since say there's one got out of the picture so the we'll we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. go we'll go into the bowling in more detail in a bit like let's go to the batting for the first test match and uh, you'll be happy to note that uh, your boy <laughs> uh Sir Tuazam got a century sir it's uh, surprising if you look at uh, his uh, record ever since post world cup he's actually upped him upped his game and some have been actually credited crediting crediting it to the fact that uh, ever since he got uh, t20 captaincy he's actually improved his batting across all formats test match ODIs and uh, T20s. We know he got a 97 and a 100 in two innings in Australia. This was while he was batting with the tail mostly because everybody else was failing. And then coming to Pakistan, I think he played um, around four matches and got no sorry, he played, yeah, four matches for three centuries and in his last five matches he has four centuries. And um, for the test championship which is this is post world cup he's been averaging 102 with a strike rate of 71 in test match cricket nobody else touches close to him and by that i mean our second highest so babar azam got 615 runs in the last five matches second best guy is shan masood five matches 396 runs at 49 0.5 with a strike rate of 50. So clearly, you know, uh, next best guy is miles apart, and then you have Abid Ali as a Shafiq, who's close to Shan Masood. Abid Ali is actually a good plus because he scored around 320 runs in three matches at 107. He has a decent strike rate too for Test cricket, which is around 58. But uh, everyone else, man. Um, You don't have anyone averaging over 50 in the last 12 months, except for uh, Abid Ali and Babar Azam, who are both averaging over 100. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do in um, in uh, England, because Shan Masood and Asit Shafiq are our second and third best in terms of uh, average. Uh, Shan is average. 49 so, and us is 45. Yeah. So for me like I mean when it comes to Sartu Azam like you know like uh, you know he did well against Sri Lanka and against Bangladesh. I mean there's no denying that. Uh the figures Australia. are there. But when it comes to bigger competition and you know it's not all his fault because he does need support but the find of the series for me was Abid Ali. Because Absolutely. I mean a great great opener I feel like he's confident he's paid his dues he's come through the system properly on merit and he deserves to be there and he plays like he deserves to be there um yeah I agree uh he's been a good find the only issue with Abid Ali is that early on in his innings he seems to have a slash outside off stump and uh, which is why at times he could get one rap in the pads with the ball coming in and if you take note of this anderson is definitely going to exploit that early on in his innings if he can see off the new ball 
then he gets set then then he gets a good start i mean in his short career he has uh, 050s and two centuries so that tells you uh, you know if he gets a good start he's he, he makes it count i mean he has a uh, 170 odd already in what three four 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 innings so out of four innings two centuries 050s so a small sample size but uh, he looks solid one one batsman that i'm actually excited about is and and you know it's it's uh, i'd like to make a point of it right now because as you know i have this history of catching talent early on when nobody else does destroying talent <laughs> sir uh heather ali i think uh, he might be in the plans for the pcb i don't know if he's going to be in the plans for this match cricket but definitely the shorter format um, we saw what he did in the psl he had the complete range of strokes the guy can play text cover drives and if he wants to play the power shots he's got that too and he's young he's a uh, i believe 19 right now so one for the future and and i've been following pcb all their um, training camps that they're doing the virtual online uh, sessions and he seems to be part of all those sessions so definitely in the plans and i think he might be a surprise pick for the england series coming up so i don't know how much merit to put into the pcb or the or the the pakistan t20 because uh, we i mean there's a cautionary tale with uh, asif ali and you know um, he's faltered ever since uh, i i know he had that thing with his daughter and uh, he's he's just not been able to come through and then a lot of the players that we see are the players who've actually played in like the longer format formats of the game like the qadi azam trophy and what not who are actually flourishing uh, in the longer formats of the game lekin coming to uh, ye shan masood right i've noticed that he has issues like like getting started uh, yeah but like besides him like i like our test lineup in terms of abid ali azra ali babar azam asif shafiq and even haris sohail i like haris sohail oh yeah and i'm glad that rizwan's in the team for uh, sartu sarfraz and he's gone um <laughs> I, i would i would like uh, what's his name the the young kid the spinner um shadab to come in and like sort of solidify his place in 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 place for yasir and so yeah. work on his game that way in in terms of pace sir i mean mohammad abbas sir does not belong in the team shaheen for the time being is fine i love nasim and i think they should either give uh, hasnan or that rauf kid a chance musa bhi hai there's a mohammad musa guy as well remember he played in australia he also bowls pretty quick he's around the 150 kilometers per hour mark and he's a 19 year old okay okay uh, he's he did well in the qaidazm trophy and uh, he was pretty good in the psl as well he for me has the test match line and length but they keep playing him in the shorter format because if you bowl test match line length in limited overs cricket you can go for runs but that's the same le- line and length which gets you wickets in uh, in test match cricket so i don't know it'll be interesting to see i think they'll go with the uh, nasim musa shaheen abbas and they'll take hasnan for t20s 
don't think they would play Hasan in test match cricket which it's they a- could try Well, that be yeah. a pity, sir, because man, I feel like because I've I've seen what the pace can do. We've seen it with the the team, and uh, I mean, I mean, what's his name? Abbas has good line and length, but like that's about it. And uh, you know, he gets exploited when it comes to like foreign soil. But we'll we'll see what happens. Did you have a chance, sir, to look at uh, Sri Lanka's uh, players or their lineups at all? Uh, actually, no. So surprise, uh, surprisingly out of like all the bowlers in the series Sri Lanka had the fastest bowler in Kumara Oh yes 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 absolutely and, I think he touched 154 or something like that That's true and then uh they even had this lanky spinner in um Embuldenya who's coming up so it was uh, exciting to see that and you know we're grateful for Sri Lanka to have visited Pakistan Absolutely um, So sir up now let's go to the one day series I mean Pakistan ended up, ended up uh, winning the test series uh, 1-0 Yeah uh and the first one day got rained out right and yeah. obviously the the teams got switched up a little bit and uh, both both sides fielded very different teams for the one day series Yeah um captains got switched up again uh unfortunately we uh again saw what, what was his name was it um Sarfraz is the captain right yeah so but we ended up uh winning the one day series yeah uh 2-0 yeah yeah and, uh, and i think the first match babar azam got a century in karachi and that's yes, true um I think they actually dropped uh, Amir for the one day series because even though he's been our top wicket taker in the last 12 months but then Shaheen Shah Afridi stepped up and uh, I think he got a few wickets and, and uh, uh what's his name we had the likes of uh, I think Shman Shinwari bowling So yep, Amir did play a couple of matches. My bad. And then Shadab Khan, Wahab Riaz, these guys were there. I think they gave Muhammad Nawaz and Amar Wasim a game together. Uh, so uh, yeah, Shinwari stepped up, and uh, I think in two matches that he played uh, uh, here, uh, he got uh, six odd wickets at 15, where the, he had a five four in one of the matches as well. Only guy to get a five for from our team, and then second best was Amir. So, you know, for me, actually, this this pains me to say, but ODI cricket might be the my most favorite format, and we don't play any of it. Like we've played two since the World Cup, two matches, while other teams have played at least fifteen. So you can see the disparity of. focus from the pcb on odi cricket and i keep trying to give them stick over this over twitter wherever i can but they just don't care about the odi format and it's still one of the most exciting formats where you get to see a good build up of innings and some fast paced cricket you know and uh, they just seem to be focusing on t20s or tests you can see that by our english tour i mean we're there for 3 months but 
we only have three tests and three T20s, no ODIs, and this is my problem with PCB. They've been doing this since 2017. Ever since we won the Champions Trophy, we've hardly played any ODI cricket. Which is concerning, sir. But like you know, like Fakhar got a half a century in that second ODI. Imam Ul Haq got 31. Babar got a century. Sohail got run out by Babar for 40. Sir Faraz. ran himself out in eight but sir from the one day series i noticed this one chap sir who comes in at the end sir iftikhar oh yeah and he was blasting the ball all over the place sir do you remember and, uh, his, innings, his innings versus australia he got 60 odd in a t20 when uh, everybody I, else was failing he was smashing the i do sir so he's been a breath of fresh air as a finisher uh, i mean he's striking at uh, Around 140 plus in ODI cricket without uh, true. being dismissed. Uh, true, true. So and uh, and and you know, like uh, in the bowling department, Amir did his thing. Shinwari got five wickets. Shadab chipped in with one. But sir, we saw the return of Abreu, sir, for the one days. Yeah. And that and that bothered me, sir. So I think Wahab might be done. Uh, he might be past his prime. I know the guy tries to give his all. He batted with a broken finger, got us through that Afghanistan ODI in, in World Cup, where he smashed Rashid for a six in the last ball. He's got heart. I'll give him that. But uh, apart from that, he just—he seems to be past his best, way past his best when it comes to bowling, and that is because of. Uh, the the bowling action that he has he's been found out so badly because of his slingy action the ball just goes one way and uh, everyone knows that now so i think um yeah he's averaging 54 in odi cricket since the world cup so not good to see man and he goes for runs his economy is up so probably the right time to replace him With the younger lot going forward, but then again, I don't even know when is our next ODI match because we were supposed to have one with uh, Bangladesh in April that got uh, knocked down because of the lockdown, and then uh, we were supposed to play I think one versus Ireland, but that's not happening either. So there's no ODI cricket in the near future as of now. Well, we've got the series against uh, England coming up at the. Uh, uh... Starting in July and then going through August. Yeah. So I think that's where. But but you know, like in this match, this second ODI for me, the first Babar century helped, and then Shinwari with the pick of the bowlers. Um, and Sri Lanka just like faltered, you know, like uh, they they've got a younger team, a fresher team, and uh, they didn't really perform in the third ODI, sir. Uh, they batted first, Sri Lanka. And uh, Gurat Alkarane got a a hundred. Uh, he was eventually bowled by Amir, uh, Avishka, Fernando. Uh, again, Amir got him. Nawaz played in this match, and he got Dramane. Khan bowled. Um, uh, Pereira, Shinwari got him out. Jay Surya, Shadab got. We again saw Wahab, and then uh, Amir was involved in the last two, but they scored two ninety six. Yeah. Um, we batted second. Fakhar got a decent uh, half century. Scored seventy six. 
Abid Ali stepped up in this one and uh, he got 74. Barber got off to a good start, but uh, Pradeep bowled a beautiful ball and caught yeah. it like, I mean. Got, got one to come in sharp, I remember that. Exactly, so 31. So Hale again, you know, came through. So 40 in the second one, 50 here. Jisugir got him. And then again, Sarfraz, of course, being the dunce that he is, got bored for zero. And if the Khar just came and wrapped it up with a quick fire 28. So yeah. that wrapped up the one day series for against Sri Lanka and we won, we ended up winning 2-0. Yeah. But sir, the T20 started, sir, and at the time of the series against Sri Lanka, Pakistan was the number one team in T20. Oh, sir, <laughs> Sir, so what happened here, sir? Sir, I was there, live at the stadium. And uh, for me, what I don't know, if, uh, for some odd reason, I think uh, we made the wrong calls at the toss. I know that sounds like an excuse, but we were playing in Qaddafi Stadium, all our matches were there. And uh, for some odd reason, it was shaped up in a way that the first innings was not as such under lights and um, the second was completely under lights. And uh, the pitch seemed to be easier to bat on in the first innings. And then it, the ball was stopping on the bat in the second innings. and. Um, I think we lost the toss in the first match. They batted first, they got a decent total and we couldn't chase it down. But then second match, exactly the same thing happened. But we won the toss uh, in that match and uh, we decided to pull first again. And the exact same thing happened. Almost uh, identical scores. I think... Uh, uh, 182. Yeah. For Sri Lanka. In both the matches, and, and we just didn't recover from that, and uh, it was it was horrible to see. Even though um, I think we got exposed there too. The only two batsmen that we like while sitting there and watching it live, uh, I could just see that uh, we were heavily reliant on uh, Babar Azam, and unfortunately. He did not come off. I mean, he normally does in T20 cricket. He's the number one ranked player. But we saw if he gets out a little early, there, nobody could come and rescue the team. And only if Tikhar was the other guy. Like, there was a short lug, middle. Bhavar Azam had two middle, he out. And then after that, the only other guy who was meddling it was Iftikhar. And I could see that while sitting at the stands in the stadium so uh, and then obviously because our bowling was a little young and they seemed to be not so prepped up by the shock of Sri Lanka coming in hard at them I mean they were uh, they were just going all out from ball one and you know playing um, high risk cricket and it seemed to be coming off for them but I think uh, uh, if we were to have another series with Sri Lanka right now in T20s, 
we should be able to beat them with the same team i think they were just shell shocked in those series and it was something to do with batafi uh, and the pitch they had it was it was a horrible pitch sir subhanallah sir you blame everything else but the team ha huh, sir so let's break it down sir the first t20 sir yeah uh amir was the pick of the bowler sir but he couldn't really pick up any wickets sir and uh uh gunat elkana he scored a 50 sir rajapaksha scored like 40 odd runs uh, jay surya snan got two wickets there but yeah. sir when we came to our batting sir subhanallah sir we saw some old familiar faces sir Yeah. Very unfortunate faces, sir. So, sir, can you explain to me what Shahzad Ahmed, uh, Umar Akmal, Sir Faraz, and sir, why were we starting the bowling with Imad Ali, sir, and Fahim Ashraf Toba, sir? Allah maafi this. So, what are these players still doing in the team, sir? Sir, I think uh, in you know some of these guys have unfortunately a strong media lobby, and. Uh, they had a lot of backing from some geo super kind of channels asking them to be picked back in the team because thoda bodhan and domestic ne score kiya hua tha so misba was under pressure and then he thought that he's got nothing to lose he give them a chance and uh, surprise surprise both of them failed umar akmal and ahmed shahzad and uh, ugly innings i mean uh, nothing coming out of them and i think in the long run it was good for us actually what happened there because that means that uh they'd be not picked in the near future again and i'd rather have that than you know have them in a important series say like the one coming up against england and uh it was just a a horrible series of events one after the other which was happening uh i think haris sohail scored still in one of the few matches that he played uh but apart from that it was just uh, not, no show from anyone else and uh we were found out and they, it was just repeat of the same thing the other matches as well and uh, i think umar akmal uh, got out for a dog amish azad also got out for like a single digit score and wasted a lot of balls so blessing in disguise i don't think they'll be anywhere near the team after that so sir so so snan got a hat trick in that first odi i said mashallah sir and no one even talked about it it was actually over a span of two overs i think he got a wicket off his last ball and then the next over he got a couple of more wickets i think he himself didn't realize that it was pointed up on the on the big screen but yeah man nobody talked about it hasnan actually has been doing well he just gets a lot of stick because he seems to be sometimes over the place and um, i think uh, he, if if mentored properly he can actually be a very good bowler because he's very quick I've seen him ball at 155 and he's just a 19 year old. So, I mean the talent, the raw talent is there, but uh, I don't know like he's he's been getting sir, sir, Yeah. Sir, the man got a hat trick, sir. Theek hai, he's one of the few bowlers, he's in that same category with the likes of Akif, Bakar, Wasim, Saklan, now uh, 
Naseem and now this guy. So you know he should be in he should be playing in all formats, sir. Yeah. When you come when it when it comes to the batting, sir, Shahzad Saab got a four in the first one and Mashallah thirteen in the second one. Umar Akmal Saab, Mashallah, golden ducks on in both innings, sir. Uh, yeah, Babur Babur faltered thirteen and then he got twenty uh, seven. Uh, and then 31, so he improved as it went along. Asif faltered, uh, couldn't really do anything. Baheem was rubbish, sir. Ball and bat. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, I don't know what he's doing in the team, sir. Imad is just rubbish, sir. Patani, Sir Faraz had a chance to help us win both matches, and he got off to start, but then he threw his wickets away both times. And if the Harb was the only stable, consistent batsman that we had. Throughout that um, uh, series, so, so sir, how do you how do you see the T20 team now being transformed, sir? Because I think it's safe to say that, and because Abdali came back for the last one, he scored 74. Uh, Haris Wale was in the team, he scored a 50, uh, and it came down to Sir Faraz, and he ended up um, throwing his wicket away. So, how do you see the T20 team shaping up for Pakistan, sir? So I think uh, the good thing that happened was that uh, this series was before uh, PSL. So and the same guys that were playing in in uh, this this series failed in PSL as well. So uh, and at the same time we got some good talent coming up in PSL and. I have a funny feeling that um, for uh, England, you'll see surprising names based on those PSL performance. Hader Ali being one that I'm really excited about. I think he can be your permanent permanent number three batsman across all formats. Uh, he can bat at one down uh, for T20s, maybe even uh, ODI cricket and uh, Test cricket. He's got that temperament. We've seen what he did in the Under-19 World Cup in 2019 in high-pressure situations. He he got 80s in centuries. Uh, I remember that semi-final versus India when we were I don't know none for three or something like that, and he still got an 80 odd and had a good strike rate. Uh, that guy is one to watch out for. Another guy, Rohail Nazir, who's been the wicketkeeper and the captain for the Under-19 team. And uh, these him and Hader Ali have been batting together in uh, Qaeda Azam Trophy as well, and they've been smashing centuries, you know, as 19-year-olds against the veterans like Irfan, Wahab, Abbas, and for fun. So the temperament and and technique is there, and they just need to be backed up. And me being optimistic, I think Misbah might. Uh, Might select these at least Hader Ali for uh, and Zishan Ashraf is another kid uh, who's a 20 year old and he's a wicketkeeper batsman. He smashed a few uh, amazing shots in PSL. So the batting might be, you know, we might be in a transition period now with trying new batsmen because I think they'll they're probably might stick with uh, Hafiz or Malik, one of those two. Just to mentor the new guys, but then in the long run, we're definitely entering in a in a phase where uh, we're seeing these new batsmen about to come into the team, 
which is why i said earlier that i'm glad ms azad and umar akbar played in that pointless series and failed sir pointless i mean it's taken us from being the top team in to being in t20s to being the fourth ranked team now sir lekin sir i'm glad you brought up uh, the other two satu sir uh, uh, malik and afis sir and for me sir personally there are problems sir because they both ended up scoring runs in that rubbish series and uh, i feel like they'll they'll be picked up again sir and i personally feel like they don't belong in the team anymore they should retire and move on uh, thank you for your service you guys did uh, nothing for us uh, i i guess they won us the t20 world cup thank you malik okay thank you but you know that was uh, almost a decade ago so i mean you know like we we have a good core you mentioned these up and coming uh, players like hadar ali uh, that kid moves of the pacer um and then you know we've got these guys like abid ali now haris sohail uh, iftikhar and um, uh, fakhr zaman and you know we should we should build on that and i feel like another thing for the one day team right I yeah. feel like players like Asif Shafiq should be given a shot and a chance to be in the one day team because it would help solidify that middle order. So Asif Shafiq can be a good like uh, he's been given a pretty decent run in ODI cricket. He actually played the 2015 World Cup as well. He was in the squad. But unfortunately he's he's just got a few 50s at best at 70 odd. but he doesn't seem to be like his strike rate seems to be a bit of an issue actually he's played t20 cricket for us as well i think we might be past that point that he might come back in the limited overs team but um, i think uh, you know it, it's it's a good time to try out uh, some some young guns so i'm just looking at some of the stats for uh, uh the psl I, i keep going back there because it's it was a good litmus test for everyone so babar no no sir it's been a rubbish litmus test sir name one player sir who's come to the psl for pakistan so so right so i'll go back and i keep mentioning this guy over and over again but hader ali scored his runs at a strike rate of 160 which was uh just the third best after lin and dunk and we saw what chris lin and and dunk did but uh, i mean he's been batting well and surprise package for some odd reason i don't know how shadab khan he also scored his runs at 160 at an average of almost uh, 40 and he got like 260 odd runs shadab khan and hader ali outscored hafiz and malik and uh, so that is just like so it's the level playing field you can see these kids they're outscoring these veterans and look at look at hafiz's strike rate 120 i mean you're playing at home this is t20 cricket 120 when kids like 20 years younger than you are getting strike rates of 160 and getting more runs better average same opposition uh shoy malik batted at a strike rate of 130 and uh there's actually talks of um, Sharjeel Khan actually you know coming back so what is what is wrong with you sir what is wrong with you guys <laughs> honestly so why would you even mention that that guy's name sir the man is a convicted sattu sir i think it, you you know the thing is the pakistani public deserves 
<laughs> losses because you keep bringing up sir to sir time and time again sir sir bas isme isme na ek cheez main aapko bata dun ke so for pakistanis the top score i mean the entire league the top scorer was babar azam but for pakistanis the second highest scorer in terms of batting was shadab followed by shan masood shan masood actually goes very underrated as well when it comes to t20 cricket i mean because he's been playing just the test format but uh, he actually has a great list a for, uh, record he's one of the highest averaging uh, list a cricketers across the world he's averaging around 59 almost and t20s be was he's evolved his game to such is a hard worker he's got the right work ethic you know it could be a a good chance to give a shot at him as well so i think point being that we do have these options and i would for one would want to just look past hafiz and malik now so i agree sir so here's the thing so here's the scenario so for the england series sir pakistan's going to have to pick a 25 man uh, team the first week of june yeah. cuz then they'll go into a two week quarantine yeah so that will be the final team now sir so now the 25 sir ab aap bataye kon who are who are we going to pick sir? i think it'll, it'll just be our test and t20 teams added by a few players uh you uh, know haris uh, sohail he's actually been um, under the microscope unfortunately and unjustly and he's been uh, performing under pressure because fawad alam seems to be on the bench because of him which should not be the case ideally i would want fawad alam to go and there are actually talks in the media that fawad alam might be going to the england tour even though he didn't get a central contract but uh, he will be there and but in the playing first 11 they go prefer to go with haris sohail because he plays at that position uh, you have your top order pretty much uh, set where you have um, the the openers uh, probably shan masood and abid ali and one down you might have uh, azhar ali and then babar azam and asad shafiq and then uh, rizwan probably the keeper and then you have that position of uh, the fifth batsman which could be haris sohail i mean he should be in there uh, sure. it's a tough one because you know who would you bring in fawad alam for so as of now the team management seems to be thinking a it's either haris or fawad for test match cricket and it's been the case uh, throughout the bangladesh and sri lankan series if you remember he was picked for the team the squad fawad alam was there but he was not in the playing 11 he was uh, set up for uh, for the match in case uh, haris sohail failed but that didn't happen haris sohail played pretty well in both the matches i think he didn't get to bad he didn't get to Play, bad yeah why can't we have fawad alam in the team sir uh mr dekha we we got the the three pacers shaheen shinwari and uh, naseem for the test theek hai yeah we'll go shadab for the spin option yeah we've got haris as the all-round spin bat option yeah then we've got fawad alam he can bowl too actually got, sure we've got asad shafiq we've got Uh, um, Babar Azam, Abdul Ali, Shan Masood, and who's our eleventh guy? Ah, uh, Rizwan. 
as the keeper yeah so it's it's just a matter of playing uh, three pacers or one extra batsman and uh, i think playing three pacers in england might not be in miss bas plans and it's just a bit of a 50 50 if you ask me i'd rather want to you know get more wickets uh up front so imagine overcast conditions and uh, you're bowling spinners so ideal scenario you know we would have had a an all-rounder uh, pacer you know as a fourth bowler maybe uh True. but but we don't have True. anyone as such i think they might persist with the uh, Fahim Ashraf in the test match. Oh, Toba, Toba, Toba. I heard, I heard, but uh, but I'm not up for it. I think if Lekhe bhi jana, he's got someone like Amir Yamin, who's actually a pretty good all-rounder. I don't know if you've heard of him, but uh, he's actually uh, played for Pakistan in ODIs. He's averaging around 60 in ODI cricket for the little that he played, and uh, bowling bhi kara leta hai. Wo, like he's definitely a better bowler than Fahim. so and a better batsman but uh, it's a tough one man i don't think fawad alam would get a game until and unless uh, harris will fails and um, so so yeah neither so who would be the fourth pacer then so for for from what i can see i think they'll definitely play abbas so abbas so. abbas has done well in the 2016 or was it the 2018 the, the last series that we played in uh, england he did pretty well he got out he got wickets in the f- up front he got cook in that lords ma- match the one that we won he got the last few wickets as well both the matches where we won oval and uh, lords uh the famous ones uh, where we did those pushups in celebrations uh, abbas so performed we had we had the great man oh sir i forgot about our captain sir wo to ऑफ़ Uh, in all the formats and that's a byproduct of playing just predominantly t20 cricket you know he just doesn't really let the ball spin give it some air and actually have a bit of problem with his action as well you know he seems to come into the crease when bowling he if you look at his run up it looks like he's an off spinner he doesn't really use the pivot of his front leg or his hips uh to give the ball some spin i think he he, he can do better if if he's coached by someone like saklain or mushtaq i mean you can see the the action of pure leg spinner action yasir shah has the way he jumps and puts the pivot in his action and then gives the ball that grip shadab just walks up to the crease like an offy and just bowls a leg spinner and and then he darts them in sometimes and i don't know like he played uh, test match cricket uh, in england uh, but the hallmark of his series back then was his batting because he got i think back to back 50s uh, in england so that that's what i'm saying na he, he gives a all round uh, dimension and on top of that he's a great fielder as well yeah yeah definitely wo to hai ki fielding by far our best fielder and he can bat 
but I still want him to improve his bowling game because that's where we need him the most. So, sir, why do we have coaches? So, we make it. Rona, he needs to develop. He's still young, and now the fact that the Kanjar Sattu Hasan Ali is gone, thank God. <laughs> Shukar sir, Toba sir, I was crazy sir, and God bless it sir, I say to him, Toba, I hope you never see him again. Yeah. So, what a day sir, so, so sir, coming over to the one day side sir, and the sort of the T20 side sir, who are the players sir, that you see that can play all three formats for Pakistan? I know Babar Azum's one. I think uh, Shaheen Shah Afridi is definitely the second. Uh, the one to play all three formats, and uh, I, I hope, I hope, I hope I'm right with this prediction. But I think Heather Ali coming into the team might be that guy too. And uh, I would actually want also uh, the new kid, Nasim Shah, because I have high hopes for him. If if he can stay fit, this guy can do a lot of good work for Pakistan. He's got the heart. He's got the cricketing brains. He, He's got the pace, and uh, you know he's got a lovely action, lovely uh, outswinger, and and uh, I hope he does well, man. If he does, uh, I'm actually a little skeptical about his performances in um, T20 internationals. He did well in the PSL, but uh, because he's got that Test match line, I don't know. Uh, maybe him, and. Uh, for the T20 team, I think it will be the more or less the same team. But again, we don't. Well, how is it going to be the same team, sir? So, Sertus are gone, sir. No, no. Some new inclusions will be. Which I have named, Heather Ali. We might have Nasim Shah bowling with Hasnan. Might have that uh, Haris Rauf guy come in because he seems to have a lot of good backing, and and he did well in the in the Big Bash League. We saw what he did there, but. Uh, they played him as an injured bowler. There's, he was injured, and Akib Javed still played him in the PSL for the Lahore Kalanders. So he went for a few in PSL, but uh, that's because he wasn't his hundred percent. And uh, he's definitely in the plans for T20 cricket. And um, you'll probably have Shinwari, uh, Rauf. You might have Nasrov, and maybe Nasir. Oh, boy, what is wrong with you? Sir, please, he, sir, stop saying that Kanjar's name, sir. The man. I'm not a fan either. Has, sir, oh, sir, he's in the same category as Hasan Ali, sir. Complete shameless, sir. Bilkul, bilkul. They're called the Roti Gang. Toba, sir. Toba. So, sir, so, what about Abid Ali, sir? Abid Ali, I, I doubt he'll be selected for the T20s because your T20s top order is pretty set you have Babur Azam opening right and with him you might have Fakhar Zaman come in because he won't be there playing the test matches so he'll definitely be there for the 20s uh, one down it'll be interesting to see because uh, you used to have the likes of Hafiz or, uh, or Shoaib Malik in, the, in that two or uh, sorry three and four position so Abid Ali Abid Ali yeah you could possibly try him I mean, um, there's no harm because the guy seems to be a full package. I would want yeah, Ali, yeah. but I don't know if Misbah is going to take that risk. I, I have a feeling you'd be seeing Hafiz and or Malik, either one of the two, in England. Unfortunately. So, sir, you could stay in those countries are coming back, huh? Yeah, I hope Malik doesn't at least because he's got a horrible record in England. 
and he shouldn't have been there in the in the world cup as well but he was and uh, i don't know i hope you have you see some new faces you can see the likes of maybe rizwan and zishan ashraf come in but i doubt it uh, knowing mispa he's not that big of a risk taker i mean he's he's he used to have a a hardcore fan following which is starting to go against him of late absolutely not sir nobody's going against mispa sir this is all this is all a sadish by your supreme leader sir to discredit mispa and his accomplishments sir but mispa will come back on top sir He's gonna get rid of all this trash, sir. He's gonna fix Pakistan cricket for good. Sir, it is this other guy that I want to name, uh, Khushdil Shah. This guy is supposed to be the best power hitter in the country, and uh, he's. Uh, we've seen him play in the PSL, and he hits a monster six, monster. And sir, didn't they? Didn't they play him, sir? He, they gave him one T20, I think, in Australia, and that too when he came in the last over or something. That's it. He hasn't been persisted with. And if you look at the list A format in Pakistan, he's been leading the charts for six hitting in the last ten years. He's been outscoring Asif Ali. He's been outscoring uh, Sharjeel Khan or. or the likes of Fakhar Zaman when it comes to domestic hitting in terms of sixes he had actually a very good list day average around 50 and he's young and uh, i think uh, he could be your answer to power hitting because we seem to be lacking in that uh, department and you need power hitting in t20 uh, england has amazing power hitting ability so Ajay sir, final six minutes, sir. Give me your starting lineup, starting eleven for Pakistan's T20 team. I think uh, it'll be probably Fakhar Zaman and uh, Babar Azam, or you could possibly have even Imam coming in. I wouldn't want Imam, but so I'd go with Fakhar, Babar. Imam who, sir? Imam, Imam Parchi. Sir, sir, T20 की बात कर रहा हूँ sir. हाँ हाँ, वो T20 भी खेल चुका है. नसीम एंड फील्ड अप and uh, i would want fakhar and babar to open with hader ali coming in next and then maybe uh, aris sohail and uh, then i would want a power hitter someone like khushdil shah i mean this so this is my wish list now khushdil shah and zishan ashraf or rohail nazir either one of the two uh, followed by usman shinwari shaheen shah afridi and uh, naseem shah 
हसनैन एंड hopefully you know we get a clearer picture once they pick a final 25 for the england series yeah let's have a discussion once that happens uh, so sir next week sir we'll be moving on to australia sir theek hai sir sir it'll be the same time sir i'll let you know sir done thank you sir thank you so much sir it's always a pleasure always a pleasure sir thank you thank you sir take